welcome to Real Clear Fetish Talks Real Clear Play, an Instagram live slash podcast slash YouTube video where we talk about kink and sober life. Um, yeah, that's kind of what it's about. And today, in season five, we now have our first guest because last week I did a Q&A, so this, this week I have a guest and I am back on my Instagram account after it being blocked yet again. But I am back, and I'll get my guest in. Hello. Hello, hello. How are we? Doing well, thank you very much. Yes, good to be here. Really good to be here. Fantastic. Welcome to the live. And, yeah, a lot of people just dropping in. Well, um, we'll jump right into it. Um, I start with four standard questions, and then we'll see where the conversation goes. Awesome. Um, what do you prefer I call you? Names, pronouns, and title? Uh, my name's Chris. I'm he, him. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much me. No titles. <laughs> I don't do titles. Fantastic. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. So, uh, I'm, I was going to say 44, 45 now. Um, uh, I've been sober for just over four years. Um, I, uh, I work in tech. Uh, and I've been, um, yeah, I, I think, as I said in the um, uh, sort of description, uh, I, I describe myself a bit like spam, reformed pig. Um, I think it's probably the best way of, of describing me now. Yeah, it's, I, I did chuckle a little bit when you sent the description to me. It's like reformed spam. That is a really, I'm, I, I'm, I, there should be made T-shirts with that on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can yeah. have that one. Yeah, yeah is, definitely. Uh, it is very much like that, I think, now, that, that life now is, I think, very, um, i say different, I'll, I'll say normal, very normal compared to how my life used to be, especially, um, you know, in my, uh, uh, in my using days and, and, you know, sobriety has shown me, um, yeah, a, a very, uh, I say a different way to live, but yeah, it's, it's certainly, for me, um, a very fulfilling way that, that is, um, is something that, that's, yeah, my eyes have really been opened up to. Fantastic, fantastic. Completely sober, clear-headed, or a social drinker? Uh, completely sober. Um, not had any drink, drugs, or, or anything for, yeah, four, four and a bit years now. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, and what is clear play to you, and why is it important? Um, clear play to me is, uh, I think, about connection. Um, I think that's, you know, with any... Um, I, th I think with with with, that, with anything like you know, being able to meet other people, um, kind of on that same level, uh, especially knowing how I used to be, I yeah. think is um, is is really important because it it makes sure that that you that yeah that you have that connection that you're both in that same place in that same moment without being separated. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It is very much about connection. And sometimes, if you're with someone who either drunk or high, you're they're there. You're there. So it doesn't really yeah. doesn't really mix very well. Um, so you categorize yourself as spam, a reformed pig, <laughs> um, which is such as like as as said. I'm gonna make a t-shirt of that. That's that's so funny. Um, but you say you 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 clean and sober for um, clear headed for four years. What led up to, to that point where, okay, enough is enough? Yeah, um, you know, being around um, drugs, chemsex scene for a, 
a number of years. I'd say it, it started to go from kind of that recreational usage to um, more so, I'd say, kind of mid-2000s. Um, uh, so I'd say for probably at least kind of 12 years, 15 years, it, it, it just got more and more, and it was just my foot kept going harder on the gas, as it were. Yeah. Um, and it eventually got to the point where, <clears throat> you know, life... If I hadn't have done something, my you know normal life would have would have started to fall apart. Um, you know, I have a career, I have a house, I have all of that external stuff. But more than anything, that that internal feeling was just you know, no matter how much more I did, it didn't it didn't fill that void inside. Sex was um, meeting in front of a computer for most of it, certainly towards the end. Um, especially when there was lots of things going on on, on Zoom and, 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 and other stuff, um, which at the time was, was very exciting. But, but yeah, the actual physical um, sex was, was, you know, few and far between. Um, and it, I think since, since getting sober, I've realised that actually I, I, I use drugs and everything to be able to kind of be that person that I wanted to be. Um, I... Uh, yeah, it's 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 a difficult. I think it's difficult. Taking chems allowed me to kind of you know lose all those inhibitions. Yeah. Um, and it's not that I'm not a sexual person, but yeah, I, I was trying. I was trying to fulfil something that I just you know just wasn't me. Um, mm. And I think the you know the sex that I do have now is is far more kind of fulfilling in that way. But you know everything just kind of was was spiraling um i was using more and more i was having uh episodes where um uh you know afterwards it was creeping into my work life it was it was you know it was everywhere um and it just got to the point where i was turning 40 um and i was looking you know as, i think as some of us do at that stage thinking do I want the next 20 years to be like the last 20 years? And I said, no. And I, I didn't know what to do about it. I just didn't know. I, di I, I didn't want that part of my life to, to continue the way it was because it was just getting more out of control and more unmanageable. So what, what steps did you take? So it's like, okay, I need to make a change. What, what has been... Um... You've been sober for four years, but how long have you? How long before then did you start trying to? Okay, now I need to make a change because yeah. we all have stumbles and relapses oh, and absences yeah. on. It's not an easy thing to give up. What? What? How was that process for you? So, yeah, I, I started accessing different um, kind of local drug services. Um, they recommended me going to to different kind of um, groups. Uh, Smart Recovery was uh, I went to a few times. You know, I I would access. Um, uh, you know, other sort of support groups. And uh, there was an app that I used to use and I still, I still use it today. And it shows all the times that I'd like, I'd tried and I'd get 30 days or I'd get two months. Uh, and I remember there was a couple of times it's like, I get to two months. Um, and, and then I was like, yay, I've got to two months, I'll use. Um, it, you know, and there's a couple of times I know that there was a real con almost conscious decision to do that. Um, but yeah, that, that went on for probably i'd say probably a good year um if not a bit longer but it was it's like i i just couldn't i i 
I couldn't find a thing to give me a foothold for long enough that would allow me to start to, to kind of build that foundation. Um, and then uh, where I live, I, I access the local drug services here. Um, and at the same time, I spoke, I was speaking to someone who I used to use with um, online. And um, both my, my worker and, and, and my, uh, my friend said, you know, have you thought about going to NA? Um, and I'm like, not that bad. Um, and, um, you know, and it's like, I know all the, all the, all the God stuff and all, all of that. And it was just like, I think it had been mentioned before and I was, I was a bit like, yeah, no, not, not for me. Um, and then I just got to the point, it's like, yeah, let, let's just, let's try it. What's the worst that can happen? Mm. Um, so yeah, so I, I, my, my recovery really is built around, um, NA, uh, Narcotics Anonymous, uh, for anyone uh, online. And, you know, that's where I, I started to, uh, to, 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 to build my recovery. Um, and, and yeah, I, I went into the, the, the rooms, uh, on the 7th of October, 2018, uh, which is my clean date. So, um, you know, I, I, I haven't had the experience of a lot of other people in that. Um, there's a lot of people in the rooms that have done very different um, substances to me. Um, you know, I haven't been to a rehab. I haven't gone through some of those things, but, you know, but yeah, I can still identify with everyone in that room about the feelings and the thoughts and some of the experiences that, that we've had, um, that I've had, should I say. And, you know, it's, it's, it was a very daunting thing. And I still remember now sat in my first, you know, first meeting, um, being the, what, you know, being the only gay there. No one, no one had done the drugs that I'd done. No one I felt would, would get me. And it just allowed me to, to start to kind of, you know, just understand myself, um, a, a lot more. Um, uh, and, and also, you know, start to start to work the steps. I appreciate it's not, it's not a thing that it's not something that everyone wants to be able to do or do it, you know, of interest to them. But and for me, you know, there's there's a lot of written work. I'm dyslexic. I hate doing it. You know, I haven't. I'm as I said, four years in, and I still haven't gone gone round the steps yet. But, uh, so you know, I'm, I'm on whatever it is. I've finished my step seven. But yeah, it is. It's one of those things that. It, <laughs> There, there are so many sayings and, and sound bites and everything, and it's you know it's it's progress, not perfection. You know, I'm I'm doing the work, and it's working. I know I'm being very slow, but it, no, you know, it, no, it, no, 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 no. It's that's perfectly. It's like whatever works for you, and it's 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 not a copy and paste for everyone. That's that's the important thing here. A lot of people yeah. think you go into the rooms, you have to do it a certain way. There's no specific route. Not at all. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, no matter where people find their recovery, whether it's, you know, religion, whether it's through yoga, whether it's through going to the gym or walking or, or whatever, as long as they are happy and they have their, um, uh, and they are in control of, of what they're doing. Mm. Um, and, and then, then, yeah, you know, there, there are people out there that are like, you know, especially around NA, you know, and it's the only way to get clean and da, 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 da. It's just like, you know, this is about where we are as individuals to be able to find that, that inner peace, that, that thing that we didn't have when we were using. 
mm. um, because it, it's it, you know it's very much for me. It's 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 that it, it's the things that that's given me um, that I, I I always found it very um, how can I put it? It was very daunting because obviously the you know the God word is used a lot around. Yeah. Uh, around NA and AA for anyone that goes to, NA, uh, to, to AA or to either. Um, or CMA, uh, that matter, doesn't. Uh, and CMA, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, and I, I've always, you know, I, I would say I'm a spiritual person. I've always believed that there is something, you know, out there and, and not, not a person or a thing or something that anyone's written about, but just an, 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 there, an energy. And what uh, and NA's allowed me to kind of unlock that, and and that's what's been really quite um, I think profound about for me in in my recovery. That's you know um, I'm not I don't do religion um, as I think it says on my Facebook profile or it did at one point. Religion is for sinners um, because yeah I I don't I don't do I don't do religion at all. But yeah that that higher power is, is something that's very personal. Mm. It's it's yeah for me it's, it's I think we've had discussions long discussions about recovery and, and my views and 12 step and stuff i dip in and out it's just that's what works for me um i see myself as a spiritual person but i also know like using the word god or higher power challenges me yeah. really badly and it was one of the things that really surprised me when i went into recovery it's like oh maybe i'm not as spiritual as i thought because I'm just sitting and it's like, I shouldn't, but I sit and roll my eyes sometimes. Like, God did this, God did that. But then again, sometimes it also comes down to sometimes life doesn't give you more than you can handle if you, if you are in the right place. Yeah. Um, last Saturday or last Friday, I was not in a very good place and my, my head noise was quite loud. Um, and literally an email came in with an artist um, I follow on Spotify called Jessie, where she put out a song called Nobody Hates You. And it was literally about these internalized voices in your head. And I was like, I'm not a firm believer in some big entity that's looking out for me all the time, but that came at the right time. Mm. And it's, it's hard to ignore that when that happens. Yeah. So like, again, life will not give you more than you can handle. Very much so, and I think it's you know it allows me it allows me to understand more about um, not only myself but kind of how how things work and understand that um, it, you know that the more I try to control situations, um, the the more anxiety that I have, um, the more um, the more I, I kind of want something. Um, when I get it, I'm not necessarily going to going to be able to. Um, enjoy it as much so it, it's very much about being able to um yeah trust trust in that in that you know that higher power no, no matter what everything will be all right yeah you know even when um you know at work we've just announced a whole load of redundancies and it's like you know no i'm not one of them just so you know um but but it's like it, it's just like you know th these things happen um they're not nice to deal with, no. but I know ultimately that I don't need to, you know, the old me would have gone, uh, you know, something shit's happened. I'm going to, you know, pick up and, and, and use. Mm. Um, 
but that but that would be the same for anything. It's like, oh, I'm happy. Oh, great, it's Friday. Um, it, you know, something really good happened. Um, or something, you know, it, it wouldn't matter. It was just an excuse. And actually, um, you know, now I know that no matter what happens, I don't need to. I don't need to use. And, and that's, that's the great thing with it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like you mentioned, like being happy, that can also be an excuse to use. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's been said a couple of times when I've been in meetings. It's like, if you're sad, go to a meeting. If you're happy, run to a meeting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is very sound advice, to be honest, because it, Friday comes around and you're like, oh, I need a treat and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I, I think my only like Achilles heel in that at the moment is sugar. Um, just ask my dentist. Yeah. Um, but it is also something I can work on. It's 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 better than hitting up crystal meth and all these other drugs. It, it is because you know, and, and I still you know I still act out on, on things now. You know, I can't if I do go to the shop because I want some chocolate or something. I always leave with two bars. I can't just go and buy one. And it was the same when I used to bring my dealer. It it it, it was never just one. Yeah. Um, and. You know, and I'm still aware that there's things like that. Um, okay, yeah, chocolate isn't going to, you know, ruin my life. <coughs> Excuse me. But, you know, it is, I, I'm just, I have an awareness about those things now and how I actually um, uh, kind of act, act around those. Uh, and that can be, it's quite an eye-opening experience. Um, it, you know, being able to kind of, work through um uh, for me work through the steps you know allows me to be able to look at, at my past look at who i am now um look at, at dealing with some of the the carnage that i caused and and mm. look at the person that i want to be in the future um and it's you know it is a process it's it's and it's a never-ending process and i think that's sometimes the thing that people can be um quite overwhelmed by um that you know, think I'm, I'm never going to use. It. I can't say I'm never going to use it again. Um, but I can. But I can say that actually, just for today, I'm not going to use. And just living in the day, I've been able to put whatever it is, fifteen hundred and some odd days together. And and you know, and that's just how not only I've lived my recovery, but how I've lived my life. Mm. And you know, I every, every Friday comes around, and I'm like, Jesus, how is it Friday again? It, you know, it just seems to, it just, it just happens. And, and I have a productive week and it all goes really well. And, you know, and I don't tend to have those, those dramas like I used to have. Um, they're certainly a lot less. I'm not going to say don't have them at all. But yeah, there is, um, <coughs> you know, for, for me, it is very much, it, it teaches, not I didn't know how to live before, but how I lived was not necessarily very manageable. Um, even when I wasn't using drugs, but actually what it allows me to do now is, uh, is, you know, manage all areas of my life. Yeah, it's, it's, <clears throat> it is quite like eye opening when you actually get, when you get less reactive and much yeah. more after fault. It's like, Oh, actually, should I do this? Should I not do that? Because yeah. in addiction, you are a reactive person. You react to your surroundings. You yeah. don't, think of the consequences where in sobriety you can you get much greater capacity to fast forward mm. about your actions very much and, and it is uh, and i think yeah you, you know you, that that really resonated with me what you said there that yeah i was a very reactionary person um 
and I would react to every everything, you know, other people, um, things on Facebook or, or Instagram. It, you know, it, it wouldn't matter where it was. It, it would always get a reaction. Whereas now it's just like, it, it just flows over me. I don't have to, you know, um, be so uh, uh, explosive. Yeah, it's it's it's. I I know from myself. I mentioned at the start of the um, the the live that uh, yet again Instagram blocking my account. <laughs> the, the the it started. It, it it happened last year with some passwords, which I reacted really really heavy on. Um, my anxiety exploded and so on because uh, it means a lot. This Instagram account, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but. I think these two times, yes, it's been frustrating and yes, there's been a little bit of anxiety, but I have also tried to go, it's just an Instagram account. Is it annoying? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do feel a bit like they're witch hunting me at the moment. Um, but it, it, it is about like stepping back, what is healthy. Um, it's also one of the reasons I took four months off of doing this because yes, it's just an hour where I sit with someone and talk, but it, it is a lot of work. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of um promoting the episode uh editing it afterwards uh yeah there's a lot of work that goes into this yeah yeah no and, and it is and it it takes it, it it can take a lot from us that mm. it's not just the you know the, the hour or so when when you're live it is very much all the other work that that, that goes into that as well and you know, I, this is not me complaining. This is me just pointing out to people. It's like if anyone's like, "Oh, he's complaining about doing this." Not, no, 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 I'm not complaining. <laughs> but I'm also I'm very aware of the kind of person I am, and sometimes I can get a bit bit addicted to Instagram because, as we all know, when you have one addiction, it spreads into other mm -hmm. things. And definitely, Instagram is one of the things. Like every when I get up in the morning, it's more or less the first thing I look at. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is, um, and yeah, there are there are multiple things that that you can start to um, uh, start to obsess about, and yeah, you know, social media. I've I've, I've been trying to work on my social media a bit. Um, it's slow progress, but it, you know, I, I'm I'm aware at times. It's like, actually, is this helping me? Is this making mm -hmm. me feel better? Is this making me feel bad? And yeah. it, it's it it can be quite a. Um, I, I don't put a lot of emphasis on it um but equally i don't put a lot of effort into it i'm not you know yeah it, it's not going to be anything anything big i know that much but but it's just yeah it's yeah it's it's one of those it's it's social media and then at the end of the day it's not exactly um yeah it's not I'm not going to make millions from it no no and then th this is not why i do this either <laughs> no it's i make no money off this it's mainly just it, you can see with some of the comments coming in and, and we have people who listen yeah. and, and get uh, inspired or um, get some afterthought from you or from what I say and whoever I bring on. And that that is what makes this important. Um, it's not for everyone, but it, it's for that one person that might be listening that goes, actually, I relate to you, Chris, and you made a difference. He may not be ready to stop but you may have triggered something in his brain to make that first move. And that's the thing, it's, you know, um, we discussed before I came on, it's like, you know, and, and which is why I joked about the spam thing, that, you know, my, my life now is so different because I'm not, I'm not so focused on, on the sex and the drugs and, and, and everything else. Um, 
if if at all it's like it's a it's an if it happens so i i felt a, a bit of a fraud i guess and i know we had this conversation but but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah in, in a former life yeah you know you and i i both you know moved in the same circles and and and, and all of that i'm quite i can't quite un remember what we've talked about either by text or online and so on and i'm sure when we were both in it it's been quite explicit uh, mm. we we that is where we know each other from yeah. um and and we're in such a different place now I, 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 we probably interacted on zoom if i'm completely honest quite, from that quite time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't know on here and i'm not trying to give people ideas and they should seek this out but there is a big druggy community on the zoom platform which surprises a lot of people especially yeah. in the start of lockdown where everyone was going back on zoom to do socials and so on it took me two weeks to get the courage up to set that profile up again <clears throat> because it felt so uncomfortable to me it was so I, triggering i was so triggered because it's like everything everything suddenly went on zoom uh, obviously work is, is a different platform so that that's that's all right but yeah having to go and use zoom for all of my um social interactions for, mm. for meetings you know, I'm I'm very um, active in, or certainly when everything went online, I was very active in my local area for for all the NA meetings and getting those up and running. And it's like, well, this you know, the last time I was using this platform, it was because I um, I was using it to connect with other people um, using, um, and it was very much, you know, okay, this 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 allows me to start a new chapter and and kind of rewrite um my um uh, my relationship with this piece of software for wanting better yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um and and yeah you know now i don't think about it it's like oh god fire up zoom yeah great um so it really did allow me to to work through that and you know after the first couple of meetings it's like okay yeah i'm fine it, you know first, uh, but yeah at first it was very strange very strange it's, I've, I've had experiences like that. It's, it's that thing with people, places, and things, yeah. uh, which is so relevant. As well. I remember first time I went to meet some friends near the uh, gay men's pond in Hampstead Heath. And last time I was there was a massive relapse. Um, and I kind of got lost, and there's no phone signal on Hampstead Heath. Yeah. So um, absolutely had, had a bloody meltdown from it. Mm. Um, and that's why I felt very weird about Zoom because it literally is a place where I used to go on to, mm. to use. Someone is asking, so, so what do you do? Watch each other use? Yes, we yes. did. That is, that is the point where some people have like group sessions where it's just on, on chat. But it was yeah. literally just people using on cam yeah. in various ways. Um, so, yeah, there's this whole underground. And it's probably still there. I think um, it's moved. I think it's moved on from from Zoom. Maybe purely, purely because I think they clamped down a lot. I don't know, you know, where it's where it's gone to. But but it will always, you know, they'll get kicked off another platform, and you know, yeah. something else will, will, will start. But uh, you know, and as you say there, you know, it, it it's part of you know my relationship. You know, I used to go out on the scene in in Manchester uh, a, a lot, um, and when I got clean, I, I pretty much stopped going out. Mm. Um, because one, 
I, you know, I didn't want to be in that environment. Two, I'm normally in bed by 10 o'clock. So I'm just like, you know, took to be better. I'm like, yeah, too late. I'm, I'm, is, it past your, is it past your bedtime now? Is yeah. that, is, am I keeping you up? Uh, oh, no, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> well, yeah. Give him I, a bit and he'll be ready for bed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, I find all these excuses um, because I didn't, I, I just wasn't, I wasn't ready to, to go out. And it's only the, the, my proper night out, as it were, um, since I got clean was only the, I think just, I think it was like November uh, last year. Um, I, I went to the Eagle and I had a great night, but it's knowing that actually I can, I can do that if, if I really want to. But yeah, you, you went to the Eagle with me in October for Lever Weekend. And yes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it allowed me just to go, actually, I can, I can still do this even though I'm sober. It's like, I don't, you know, yes, it's a different experience. Um, I went to a sober clubbing event, uh, which was great because it was, I think it was like five till nine in the, on a Saturday afternoon. It was wonderful. Um, Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And it's like, it's but, but I tell you what, it was like by about eight o'clock, I'm like, oh, my knees are killing me. Um, I just, I was just dancing all, all, all afternoon. Um, but it was great. And it's finding those things that actually still allows me to engage with those activities that I that I enjoy you know I, I always love going out dancing um but it's um it, it's something that you know yes you have to look a little bit harder for mm. for some of those events but also it's about making sure that you're going out with with people that you know understand kind of the situation and I think in in many um in many ways it is uh, you know we all we all go at our own pace uh, and and it's it's just trying to um, trying to find that, and sometimes we just need to get that kind of that solid foundation before we try and go back to doing the stuff we used to do. Um, and that's that's also the same for me, especially around around sex. It, you know, it's something that I've avoid this isn't the right word, but I, I just still don't have that huge interest mm. in, in it as certainly as I did obviously when I was when I was using. Um, and it's, but I, you know, but I'm good with that, and and that's the thing that it it will happen when it when it happens. Um, but I'm not. Excuse me, sorry, I've got someone at the front door. Um, uh, someone's going to ring the bell now because I think it's Amazon. Anyway, but you can't stop these things. Um, but the um, <coughs> yeah, it is very much just um, taking it taking it at your own pace, um, and I think that's that's kind of what's key. Yeah, you, you, you talk a little bit about your, in your blurb that you've kind of moved away from the fetish and so on, but you still have a little bit of interest in around the fisting yeah. and, and stuff like that. Um, how do you, like, I, I know with, like, finding fisting partners and, and so on, some people use drugs and fine, you do that. I can't play with you if you do that. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, there's also poppers and so on. A lot of people can't do fisting without poppers. Mm. Um, how do you find navigating... Um, sex when it does happen uh, and yet again it, it comes a little bit down to i think in recovery you kind of realize it's better like it's 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 not quantity it's quality very much and and you know for me you know i i have a uh, with the with the people that i do play with and it's, it's kind of few and far between now but it, mm. it's um i'm finding for the people who are drinking i'm finding for the people who are using poppers or or, or whatever I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do any of that. Mm. Um, and it, does it affect 
how how I play. Um, yeah, it does, but it doesn't reduce the experience. It, it, it sometimes um, it can make things a bit more um, challenging. But mm. you know that that's that's just how sex is now. Um, you know, and I think it, it's about kind of enjoying that experience. You know, for me, when I was using sex, would last two three days. You know, through through that kind of session. Um, I know that's not going to happen now. And I, I you know, uh, I've got far too many other things to be doing to, to wait a, a whole weekend, just, you know. But you know what I mean? It is, it's, it's, it's a, just a different experience. It's a far more fulfilling experience. Um, and, and again, it's about that, that connection um, because it's, it's I, I think the drugs kind of almost tricked you sometimes that you, mm. You had this connect. You didn't have a connection with anyone. It was just it was internal. The only connection you had was with yourself, and it just you know yeah. you were just in your own. You, you were in a bubble. You didn't have a connection in that way. You know, it's so yeah. It's it's difficult. Um, you know, my my sex life is is is. I was going to say complicated. It's not complicated. It's very dull. It's very you know. It's very few and far between. I, as the most part, I'm generally not huge. I don't feel hugely uh, sexual. I don't have a, I wouldn't say I have a high sex drive, mm. but um, it, it's something I've kind of had to accept that I'm not going to have sex like, you know, are in, in porn and stuff that, that I watch. It, I'm not going to have the sex I used to have in those those moments where you weren't sat on your phone scrolling away. Um, I'm... <laughs> That's not sex, it's just scrolling on your well, phone. Well, I know, but you know what I mean? That, that, doing that. When we were using, that was, that was sex. <coughs> you know, for those, uh, apart from the, you know, if you condensed down the actual sex you had when you were using, you'd be done in about an hour and 45 minutes. Um, so it, it's, it, it's just different. You know, I would say I'm probably far more relationship driven now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, we'll we'll see how that one works out. <laughs> Still single, um, but it's it's one of those that you know for the for the for the life for the seven years that I have been single, I've been kind of working on myself. You know, I I went through a bit of a messy, painful divorce. Um, then I got into recovery, and it's almost just like that time's never been right. And I've not tried to push anything no. because that's just you know that's not going to work. I just have to remember that I, you know, something will happen when it happens and I still have hope. I'm still hopeful. Yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely remember in early recovery when it came to like relationships and sex and so on, there could be quite a lot of fear around it as well, because yet again, it's not porn store sex. It's not three, four days and so on. How, so you you kind of like you dipped your toe with going to the eagle with me and lever and so mm -hmm. on and you you realize you can do this it is is it something you might want to explore more down the line or do you feel like that's a a done chapter no i i would like to explore it more um you know i was um i was away i was in grand canary and you know i spent several evenings in in construction while i was out there and and, and i had a great time and it's like, wow, you know, that was kind of the precursor to me going out in, in, in Manchester. And it was like, I had such a good time. Um, but I, I think, I think life has different priorities for me now. 
Yeah. And, and that's the difference that it used to be that the priority was, uh, well, drugs, number one, uh, having, you know, all weekend sessions, number two, using sex as an excuse to take drugs. Um, and I, I just, you know, my priorities are, are very different. You know, I have a priority to myself, to, to where I live, to the job I do, um, to my family and, and my friends. And, and you know, I, I do, oh, and, and all the holidays I go on, of course. Um, but, but yes, it, if, you go to, if, you, if you go to his profile after this, he's just booked another one. I know. And had to I post about it, of course, too. For me, that hasn't been on holiday since 2021. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I, I, I think I probably, I actually, tr and this is, I try to go away uh, once every three months, um, which just a week away, bit of sunshine. Um, it, it just, it, yeah, it, it makes me, it makes me happy. I can, you know, and I, I, I know I, I work hard and do well, and, and it's, it's, it's just being able to, to enjoy some of that. Um, see, see, it's funny, we've, we've met a couple of times whilst been in Grand Canaria. Yes. Um, and just met our each other more in Grand Canaria than we have over here. Probably, yes. <laughs> um, and, and I remember first time I met up with you, this must be a couple of years back, and you were like, oh, let's meet up for a drink, blah, 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 we'll, we'll meet at this cafe down near the, the, the lighthouse. Mm. And must admit, and this is what my brain does, it's like, we're meeting somewhere that's not gay? Why are we doing that? What's the point of that? And we actually just have to sit and actually have a proper conversation. And this is like, I'm, I'm in recovery and that's not so important, but in my brain, I had a very hard time understanding going on holiday that didn't involve gay people. Mm. Because that is what I'm used to. I go to Berlin for gay people. I go to Grand Canaria for gay people. Yeah. But you enjoy going to a holiday where you can lie around a pool for a week and that's fine. And I think that's great. I'm, I'm still trying to get my head around doing that myself because, yeah. I, because I'm so indoctrinated into something has to happen with other gay people whilst I'm on holiday. Yeah. But I, I, I thought that was quite... I wouldn't say mind blowing, but it was something I had to get my head around. At yeah, the time. I, I think I have. I don't want to say stepped away from the, the gay scene, but I think because I I lived it so much, it's like if I was going out in, in Manchester or or you know, it was the village, and we were always out. It was always around there. Or if I go out in London, it's always you know down to um, to Soho or, or, or whichever of us. <laughs> And there's so much more to see. There's so many other better places to go and eat or, or you know, not that there's anything wrong with, with gay venues for that, but, but there's so many other places. And, and I guess I feel like I've kind of missed out on some of that, that, you know, if I go and, and, and you know, I was in Copenhagen for just after New Year and, and I didn't go knowingly in, in one gay venue. Um, uh, and and I don't feel like I, you know, I have to, if that makes sense. I've I, I feel like I have not not regressed or gone back in the closet or anything, but but there's uh, it's not the main I, focus point. Not at all. Not at all. Um, you know, I want to be able to just experience other other things, and and, and dare I say, it may also be part of me growing up that. You know, life isn't just this big party where you've got to go out, you know, to, to pubs and bars and, and clubs and whatever, yeah. or just be, you know, just be gay. Don't get me wrong. 
you know, going to, to Grand Canaria and going out around the bars and, and, and all the rest of it and around the Yumba. Yeah, it's it's fun. And, you know, just people watching and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, seeing seeing the eye candy and stuff. It, it's, it is fun. But again, when I bring it back to kind of where I am today, you know, I live a, in a very suburban area um, with all the families around me and everything else. And it is, you know, I never, ever thought I'd end up living in a place like this because it, it would just be like, no. No, 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 no. But actually, I love the peace and quiet. I love my garden. I, it, you know, it, it just gives me everything that, that I want. Whereas, yeah, you know, going back, you know, 10 years ago, I had to be in the centre of the city. I had to have an apartment. It was, you know, it was always like that. And, and I just think that, yeah, mum, if you're listening, I really hope you're not. Uh, but yeah, I'm just getting old. Um, no, she doesn't do Instagram, thank God. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'll, I'll, send her, I'll send her the YouTube link. No, 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 no. Look at what your son is talking about. <laughs> Sex and fetish and oh, all these disgusting, disgusting things. I know. So um, in Manchester, in Manchester, you're quite involved with uh, the Gay Sober Socials. Yes. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, uh, the Sober Gay Socials was set up by a guy called Stephen Wilkinson, who um, he, he wanted somewhere that would allow you know, him to be able to, to socialise with other sober gay um, people uh, from LGBTQ um, community. Um, and there really wasn't anything. There was a few kind of things that, that, that popped up and, and, you know, came and went. But he wanted something that was kind of in the village that, that you know, he can socialise with. And he just started doing kind of Sunday lunches. Um, we now do a, um, which is actually on tonight for anyone in Manchester, uh, we do a night in bar pop uh, in the VIP lounge upstairs. And it's just somewhere where you can get together with people who um, are sober, socialise, and, and, you know, we do a few games and stuff. And we, we uh, actually have a drag act, not on tonight, unfortunately, but um, uh, that, that does come and support some of the other events. And I've become a really active part of that because for me, it is, it, you know, what, what again going back to my recovery and, and the program I work it's also about kind of giving back it's being of service to other people yeah. um, and actually being able to support um, the, the, a lot of people I, a lot of people don't realise that there are groups like this in uh, certainly around Manchester we did um, uh, Manchester Pride and we had a stall and everyone was like oh this is such a great idea you know, and it just allowed people to be able to kind of come together uh, and make um, make friends because there's nothing worse than when you are, um, especially you know when I was getting uh, getting clean and sober. It's like, what? Well, who who do I go? Where do I go? Who do I go and see? You know, I don't I don't want to go back to any of those other places that I used to go to because I'll just end up you know relapsing or whatever. And um, and it's trying to find somewhere that allows me to be able to do that. So. I've, I've got involved with that and it's, you know, again, it, it, it takes up time, um, but it's just a, a great way to be able to, to meet people. And, you know, through Stephen, I've, I've met a very good friend there now. Um, we just kind of hit it off straight away. We're just, you know, yeah, it's just, there's just a lot of banter, a lot of gay banter. Um, and, it's, and it's fun, you know, it's, it, brings, it brings people together um and it creates that safe space for people to be able to come and, and enjoy the village um and enjoy gay spaces yeah it's it's when when i did a manchester level weekend last october 
Um, I did a, a little, we met up for lunch for pizza. And it was just like, come in your gear. You don't have to be sober. Just don't drink at this event. And I think we were like 10, 15 people. Um, yeah. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's just to have a break from the drinking, yeah. uh, which is fine. I have no issue. Just don't show up drunk, of course. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's fascinating, especially when I became sober, you really realize how many alcohol commercials there are around Christmas and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, I don't categorize myself as an alcoholic, but it is quite a lot. And you realize British culture of hanging out is at the pub. Yeah. And yeah. there's so many pubs you walk into, they either don't have a very good selection of non-alcoholic alternatives, mm. um, or yeah, and, and, and or you, you get a bit of an attitude if you ask for a non-alcoholic beer. I've yeah. done that, that in the past. And this is something again that, that the um, Sober Gay Socialists wanted to try and um, develop within the bars around Manchester that actually if you offer a good alcohol-free alternative then people will buy it you know you've got a group here of people who will buy it and we've worked with uh, liars who have um they have a uh, and i'm not going well i'm going to do the pitch now um do the pitch. Uh, if you can promote any like non-alcoholic yeah so liars do uh, a range of non-alcoholic um uh, spirits they do an amazing uh, gin um if you uh, if you want to try that um i bought a couple of bottles of prosecco for christmas um, because again, I, I want to feel like I'm having something. I know for some people it's, it's too kind of tempting. Um, uh, but there's, um, you know, there's just, there's options out there, um, that, that you can find. And you start to see a lot more now in supermarkets. They have an alcohol free section, but it's about, especially the bars that, you know, they, they want to make money out of the drinks they sell. So actually at least provide those people with an alternative because, you know, after two or three Cokes, it's like, yeah, I've had enough. I'm just going to go home. Whereas if you can keep offering them an alternative, they're going to stay longer. They're going to drink more. So, you know, it's great to be able to have um, a, an input within there uh, to be able to to really show how, um, you know, what, what can be done. And I think things are changing. And again, you know, there's, there's space for all of us here, um, for, for people who do drink and, and the people that, that don't. Um, and it's like, just, you know, give us an opportunity to, um, to at least have, you know, some of that and be able to, you know, to buy uh, alcohol-free alternatives. So, you know, it's, it's great to be able to do that. It, it, it is, you are seeing it more and more and people are craving an alternative to uh, heavy drinking and going out and so on. You definitely see, uh, I definitely see it in the younger generation as well. That yeah. Not necessarily completely off alcohol, but it's just like, I don't need to be plastered to go out. Yeah. Um, but as you said as well, it, I think it's also, uh, I definitely see from myself, it's like, I'm just gotten a bit older as well. Um, so that also has an effect when you become sober. It's like, oh, you, your priorities shift. Yeah. Um, I, I got to that age where it's like, I, I, I won't regale all the tale, but you know, I got myself into very embarrassing <coughs> situations. Yeah. Um, all through drink, because I, I was never a big drinker. Um, but I but I would, towards the end, I would drink to get drunk. Yeah. And it was just not pretty. Uh, it wasn't pretty on the night. It was even less pretty the day after. Um, the, uh, the hangovers were just getting worse. Um, you know, you mix into that. It was also, I was drinking, you know, I, I was drinking a bottle of, a bottle of wine a night, um, which... 
you know, I'd come in from work again. It's like, I've had a busy day. I'll have a bottle of wine. I've had a great day. I'll have a bottle of wine. You know, it was just, it was that something to reach for to change how I felt. Um, and, and that's, you know, in some way, and I've never had a problem with drink, but that ability to change my feelings has been, a, you know, that's been quite a difficult thing to, um, to, to, to work with, to, to find a way of, of coping in a different way. Yeah, it, it's, it's very important that you just kind of find out what works for you and what doesn't work for you afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did, I, did we cover everything? I think we have called it, covered everything. So is there any, if, if anyone's listened to this and they've kind of like picked up on something you've said and they either want to interact with you, where yeah. can they find you? Um, so I'm on Instagram, uh, at Cub7, uh, C-U-B-S-E-V-E-N. Um, uh, I'm on, uh, it's probably the best place to, to get me on there. Um, uh, send me a message. Um, I'm uh, more than happy to chat um, and talk about anything, anything recovery related. Uh, if you're interested in the Sober Gay Socials, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram. Um, as I say, we've got the event happening this evening uh, to be able to, uh, in Manchester at Bar Pop. Um, you know, yeah, you know, reach out to me, uh, more than happy, as I say, to be able to talk about, um, uh, anything, uh, recovery related or anything that you found uh, of interest this evening. Fantastic. Thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute joy to yeah. talk about your story, you where you're at in life. I've loved it. All the traveling you're doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been absolutely lovely to have you on and, and have a, have a chat and find out where, where you're at. Brilliant, Ralph. No, thank you so much. It's been great. Been great. Thank you very much. See you Thanks soon. And that was Cub7 Chris on the live. I'll be back next week on Saturday. It's been absolutely lovely to have him on and talk through being spam. Um, T-shirts will be coming. Uh, yeah, it's been absolutely lovely. Have a great weekend. Uh, stay safe. Play clear-headed. Have fun. Um, and if anything has affected you whilst we're chatting, drop me a message as well. My DMs are always open. So have a great night. Bye.